0: There's that saying software is eating the world I would say AI is gonna devour it. What are you seeing in the marketplace? Here's the business model. Take anything and add AI to it. It's bigger than the internet revolution. You had to know code language. With AI, as long as you can type or copy and paste, you can take advantage of it. The barrier to entry is so low. Like you think about social media, you had to at least put your face on the camera or be good at writing. Now you don't even have to do any of that. For all of you
1: listening at home, you up and coming entrepreneurs, the big advantage here is not just there's all these ideas, but you can test them for nothing now
0: the timing is perfect right now because it is so new novel it's kish like you don't need to have any sort of paid marketing budgets the product itself is the marketing
1: that's what people don't do this idea is fragile like you guys are listening to the pod right now i gotta do this here's the number one way to find out if somebody's successful or not
0: Ain't nothing about this is luck, but it's ambition, nothing gets in our way, we on a clear mission, we making plans, we just trying to lift society, working so hard that we growing notoriety, and we born with a drive, yeah, it's inside of me, Eric, Mark, and James, we giving game, they inspiring. Adam clear with the vision, it's so deployable You do what you want when you live in life, unemployable
1: What is up everybody, welcome to another episode of Unemployable We have a cracking session scheduled in for today We are joined in the studio by our special guest, Chris Geong in the house
0: What is up Chris? Hello Adam, Hello. <laughs> pleasure to be here
1: Well we've got young Chris here, is, uh, our resident AI dude And we're going to be talking today about artificial intelligence And really trying to help uh, both sides of the audience today because I know that in the audience we have people who are business owners that are interested in how to improve their workflows and is it really a thing that I need to be thinking about and getting ahead of. But then the other half of our audience are these ravenous young, sometimes not so young entrepreneurs looking for a viable business idea with as little startup cash required as possible. So uh, we're gonna dive into both sides of those. So we can't wait for this uh, episode. It's gonna be really fun. We've got lots of cool examples to show you guys and uh, such an exciting space. So James, what's up? How are you today, mate?
2: Very good, mate, very good indeed. Can't wait to get into this one. Um, uh, and um, yeah, unpack um, what, we, what we've been doing with uh, ChatGPT pr- pr- predominantly, uh, but also then uh, go down some rabbit holes with Chris and uh, see how we can uh, implement some more of these things into my business personally and uh, for the wider
0: audience. So it's gonna be a ripper. We you... may or may not find out how deep the rabbit hole goes. Well, I'd...
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're actually using AI now in your business, aren't yeah, you, James? A lot.
0: Yeah, a lot, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: Not Not nearly as much as we could. It's more so a use case that I'm using it for for a lot of research, a lot of copy because I do a little marketing um, and uh, and whatnot. So yeah, it certainly um, does a lot of the heavy lifting for me.
1: And that was evidenced actually in our last pod when we had Avril in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, old Eric over here, even though he's younger than you, <laughs> spent fucking hours <laughs> like researching and getting notes together and then James sits down and says, like two minutes before the pod's <laughs> going to go live and does a few chat GPT prompts and has this whole articulate set of questions to ask Avril. So ChatGPT four reached out to the internet and got all these relevant questions from different times in her career. Exactly. And Eric's just like what the hell, dude? Yeah.
3: Eric, how are you, buddy? What's going on? I just wanna start by uh thanking you for uh, making me look like shit this morning <laughs> i want to thank you for
1: not wearing tennis shorts again. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You can't, wore, you can't unsee that shit huh <laughs> I, wore, I wore pants on purpose because i want to make sure your eyes are on camera yeah. and not on me this time yeah 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 but uh to be honest with you i'm excited a little bit overwhelmed at the same time ai is just, just this massive space i look at it like me trying to teach my grandpa the smartphone you know so i am uh i'm looking forward to it obviously we've known chris for a little while now and he's uh diving deep into the AI space and there's going to be some good teachings today.
1: I think I think that's a lot of the audience though, Chris, is this whole overwhelm with AI. And so today we're going to throw up examples, we're going to riff and we're going to play dumb with you a little bit to say, hey, for the dummies in the room like us, explain that a little bit. So can't wait to dive into it. It's going to be super fun. I want to share a quick story with you guys that I thought was interesting. I want your feedback. Is this just pure evil or is this evil genius? So there's this there's this chick who put a post on X, Twitter X, whatever, a couple of months ago, and it said, I am looking for, my girlfriend is looking for a sperm donor and uh, must be unvaxxed, and must not be of uh, Indian or Jewish descent, I think it was, or African descent or something, it was a bit racist, but she put this up, Um, and uh, must have blonde hair and be over five foot 10, right? Yeah, uh, you know, hit hit us up in the DMs um, or in the comments if you if you're interested. And this Twitter thing went viral, right? It went to like three million people looking at this Twitter post. And so then she posts again, and in the second post. She says, this is not a joke, this is real. In the second post, because you're looking at me like there's a punchline coming, right? Um, there's a, the, the second post says, hey, I've been smashed with all these inquiries, so um, and we're a little bit overwhelmed, so we thought we'd give you some more um, information. So a lot of people have been asking, what does she look like if we're going to make this baby? Um, and a couple other questions. So uh, attach this, uh, some photos, and um, so have a look at those. And then secondly... Um, uh, we wanted to add that she needs to be naturally inseminated so basically you know, she's saying you know any dude over 5 foot 10 with blonde hair who's not vaxxed could have sex with her and the photo she's a gorgeous girl like this gorgeous European chick and she said um, so if you fit the profile hit us up below then these people started getting messages from her the, the girlfriend saying hey listen um, she's really interested in you um, would, you, uh, would you mind just doing the last step, which is uh, a DNA, like a 23andMe test, right? To verify, you know, your descent and all this. And then if that all goes well, then we'll talk about the next step. And then here's the brilliant part. It was an affiliate link for 23andMe. So, <laughs> right? Well
3: played. So, what, like, so there's some yeah. fat
1: dude in a basement, right? Who's put these two tweets up. And is getting affiliate commissions from all these guys <laughs> going and getting 20 and 3 and me tests, and a, a, a stack of guys. And all these people have been talking about how much they've made from it. They estimate this guy made between twenty five and $60,000 from two tweets wow. alone, just in affiliate.
3: I was content. wondering, is why? that evil or evil genius? I think it's evil genius. I, I was wondering why I seen James at Big W with a blonde wig on <laughs> what do you reckon guys yeah no evil genius I mean it's
2: it, you know borderline though you're pulling on the heartstrings of a lot of probably lonely guys I don't know out about there. the
1: heartstrings though. well <laughs> well you
2: know call it what you want pulling on something yeah exactly the loneliness
1: but I guess it leads a little bit into this AI world because there is a lot of opportunity in the world of AI right there's everywhere you look. Chris and I have been back and forward this week riffing on text like what about this? What about this? And the more you go down this rabbit hole the more you realise there is just this is I've been doing some research this week I call the AI week to sort of get my head into it but I think the best description of this in my mind is that in our lifetime we had the internet that was an enormous mega trend that changed the world it changed everything it changed banking it changed it just changed everything the only other sort of major mega trend we've had is the mobile phone the smartphone but it was quite limited in terms of how it could affect relative to the internet that being said it was still a massive massive revolution um, and there was like this Threatening crypto revolution, which never really happened, um, and now we have artificial intelligence. And from everything I've been looking at, and the more I think about it, I think that AI is as big and maybe bigger than artificial. Uh, the, sorry, than uh, the internet. It is going to touch everything, and that is a huge statement. But imagine being at the start.
0: <laughs> What did I say? Touch touch everything, (laughs) guys. Just on the pod here. Podcasting children
2: on the the pod here. Look quick. one major outcome for Eric because he's a bit of a a dunce when it comes to AI. We want to introduce him to his new avatar, and we've named uh, named Brian. So Eric Eric's heart will be no longer
1: broken. Oh my god, you guys! So I, I think to set this up, I really do believe that we are at the beginning of a revolution as big as the internet. And you think about that for a second. You, th- <laughs> All right, you think about like the Amazons of the world, the Facebooks of the world. You think about the enormous amount of wealth that has been created off the back of the internet. And so that that sort of frames it up for us. And we've sort of seen ChatGPT evolve. We're going to start from an, a, a base that people sort of have an understanding what ChatGPT is. And I'm just going to quickly frame it with sort of like the five sort of phases of evolution that we're starting to see now. Um, And then we can sort of discuss from there. So the first one was text to text. So when we go to a chat GPT and like my wife just used chat GPT last month for the very first time. So she experienced the first iteration of AI, which is you write in a command and then the AI answers in text. And you're like, whoa, I remember the first time I used chat GPT. It was like, holy smokes, this is amazing. You're watching copy being written or an answer being written or a book being written based on your commands. And that alone is mind-blowing. Then there's text to image, right? Which is where you type in a text command and AI using midjourney and other tools, which we'll jump into today, creates an image based on your inputs. And that was like, like, wow, look at that. Next, there's text to voice, all right? And we'll play you an example of text to voice today on the podcast, which is kind of crazy, the applications now what's emerging is text to video and this is where it gets truly scary that you can put in commands and it creates videos so when artificial intelligence starts creating images and videos uh, obviously there's massive implications i've seen ads recently of mr beast on facebook going hey everybody mr beast here i've been so successful with youtube i'm now starting an online casino where every person is guaranteed to win go here and open up with a hundred dollars and it's just a straight up fraud and they've used AI to generate Mr. B's videos, which is almost indiscernible at this stage and soon will be. So you got text to video and then the most exciting, I think of all from an entrepreneurial point of view or a workflow point of view is text to code. And that's where you say, I wanna have this outcome and the AI goes ahead and does it. So for example, please make me a web page. That is green with the word welcome to my web page, and that's all you type in, and it immediately gives you the code that you can view internally and see the web page that you just asked it to do. Now, that is really mind blowing because you can actually, you don't need coding skills. And so, Chris, I know you're itching to jump, jump into this because there's so much exciting stuff here. There's one last piece I want to explain before we go a little bit deeper to frame this, and that is the sort of really cutting edge stuff of AI, we started with what they call an imperative model, which is imperative model is encoding is where you basically, a coder creates a series of commands inside of software that says do this, then this, and if this, then that, right? That's called imperative coding or an imperative model. Where AI is moving us to is what coders call a declarative model. And a declarative model is where you simply say, I want this outcome, make it happen whether it's a book, whether it's a website, whether it's a video, and that's changing the game because dummies like us who don't know how to code can all of a sudden now just tell AI what we want and it actually makes it from a photo to a video to a website to a voice to anything else. And that basically moves it from being like having an intern to having a highly experienced expert that if you prompt it correctly, you're getting an actual output without having to do all the legwork of the coaching and the training and the coding that you would normally hire a coder to do. So exciting times, exciting times. Chris, when I talk about these things, what pops into your head? What are you seeing? Like you're having discussions every day with business owners because your background, just to frame it up for everybody, Chris has a background as a PPC traffic guy, so he manages Facebook traffic, Google traffic, LinkedIn traffic on behalf of companies, small and larger businesses. And now you've sort of started into AI consulting and you're helping businesses to put AI into their workflows or educate them on AI generally. What are you seeing in the marketplace?
0: Yeah, great, great framing, first and foremost. Um, what I would say is I will challenge you to say that it's bigger than the internet revolution because think about back when the in- internet revolution came in, you had to know code language. You had to know how to speak HTML or Python. With AI, as long as you can type or copy and paste, you can take advantage of this, which is absolutely huge and phenomenal. And so, uh, spot on, what I'm really primarily focused on is trying to lead people through this Revolution, because it is exactly that. Eric, your reaction is what everyone has. It's, it's a little bit overwhelming. What I'd say though is we've seen this before with the internet revolution. We've seen it with social media. It's just another tool that's come in, and some of the applications are just phenomenal. So, what you were saying there in terms of you know text to voice, text to text, text to image, there's text to action. But the other thing that's come in recently is also voice in. So. You don't even have to type. As long as you can talk, you can then interact with the AI and have it actually do things for you as in well. In any
1: language too, right? Correct. Which is really powerful. Correct. It, it,
0: it, honestly, the opportunities of this are mind-boggling. And you think about one thing you could do if you're just you know a budding entrepreneur. You could literally just take a good idea that's working in English and have it translated into German. Uh, I know someone who's running a group in Poland, and they just translated... a. a something from English and do it in Poland and they are absolutely crushing it because no one serves the Polish markets. So that's just one opportunity. There's tons and tons of them just from that translation alone. Yeah,
1: so let's whet your appetite guys, all you mm. budding entrepreneurs out there with with why being early is so um, powerful, right? And I mean financially potent, right? So there's a story uh, here that we pulled up, Thomas Router's uh, story here, where um, there's a big legal company called Nexus Lexus. And uh, Nexus Lexus were, uh, uh, one of their major competitors came out with an announcement that they're developing an AI tool for legal services, their legal service clientele. And Lexus Nexus were like, holy shit, we need to school up on AI or these guys are gonna jump ahead of us. They found this relatively small company um, doing 10 million in gross revenue. Right, so which not a, it's not a big company, right? Ten million dollars in gross revenue, that had developed, six, uh, sorry, eight, um, G- Chat GPT prompts that they actually like patented or proprietary prompts that they protected somehow. Obviously, they're lawyers, so they figured out how to do that, and so they created these eight Chat GPT prompts that, that enabled lawyers to um, to use Chat GPT in a way that was really really powerful. This startup, as you can see from the Thomas Rauter story, was acquired by Nexus Lexus for 650 million US dollars. And in the investor documents, they actually said that the reason that they acquired the startup for 650 million was to acquire the eight proprietary chat GPT prompts, which is just absolutely phenomenal. Chris, you've got another great story was it Lenza. Maybe Lensa. you could tell that story. Um, uh, and we just want to tell these stories to get you guys listening at the start because it's extremely powerful when you understand uh, and how simple these tools are to create. So tell us extremely. the Lenza story.
0: So Lenza, if you cast your mind back perhaps 12 months ago on Instagram, anyone who was on Instagram saw this, all of a sudden everyone was changing their profile picture to some sort of AI version of their profile image. That was started and uh, made popular by this company called Lensa, And what you would do is you would upload your profile picture to Lenza, you'd pay them $10 and it would come back with 100 different AI uh, AI versions of your avatar uh, avatar picture. And so that company did, I think it was $8 million in a month from that alone. And that was more than their entire revenue for the, the year to date, uh, calendar year to date. And that was just from... All they did was they had a website or a user interface between Midjourney or Stable Diffusion and the user. So using Midjourney, using Stable Diffusion, to your point, Eric, and I'm sure many others' points, is it can be a little bit confusing when you don't know what you're doing. What these guys did was just made it really easy. All you had to do is upload your image and they did the rest with a bit of, maybe a bit of API connections behind the scenes. That alone, Eight million dollars. So and can that you was just, in the first j- month Just alone. tell
1: us, just to lay a foundation there. What is Mid Journey, and what is brilliant?
0: The other one that you mentioned. Yes, yeah, Stable Diffusion. Stable so, Diffusion. So when it comes to, so you mentioned earlier, you know, generative text. So text to text or text to image. So when it comes to text to image, there are three main players. There's Mid Journey, Stable Diffusion, and Dall E. And so, uh, how do you spell that one? Uh, D a l l e or dash e. And so those. Uh, platforms are what most people use to do text to image, and so if you're using ChatGPT Plus, the premium version of ChatGPT, you get Dolly as part of that process. If, however, you want to use Midjourney or Stable Diffusion, you've got to go to apps like Discord, which are a little bit, you know, confusing for people if you haven't used them before. And so, those are those three platforms for the the image generation. When it comes to text generation, the main players there are ChatGPT. Bard and also Claude. So C-L-A-U-D-E. Bard is owned by Google. Correct. ChatGPT is owned by Microsoft. Correct. Yes. And who's the other one? It's Anthropic. So it's a third party and I'm not sure if they've got any bigger picture investors behind the scenes. Okay. So you've got these
1: two big image generation engines. And so Lensa created an app, I think, or a website or both. Correct. And you could just go to the app or the website up, I think it was 10 photos or 30 photos or something I selected from my phone, uploaded them to Lenza, paid my 10 bucks. They then send those through an API, just a bit a little bit of coding between their app and website and mid-journey. Yes. And, and and basically said, hey, with these 10 photos, here's the prompt between you know that we want you to do. Mid-journey Mid then generates the new images, sends it back to the app, the app then notifies the customer here they are. So they've just got a simple Website or app that interfaces with the big engine, correct? And are they paying Midjourney and these things for that
0: um, service? Yeah, they would. They would be. So with with Midjourney, you've got to pay a subscription fee, and so they'd be paying probably one of the premium tiers to get that. Uh, it's very minimal, so it's probably in the hundreds of dollars per month. Um, and so Stable Diffusion, you do have a version of that where you can download it and use it for free uh, if they've done that good on them. But the, the cost would be absolutely minimal. So out of 8 million bucks, what do you reckon their cost of goods sold would be? Just guessing. Uh, a f- fraction. Let's just say less than 100,000. Le- less, way less than 100,000. Wow. Yeah. And it, that's it, that's, a, that's a lot of
2: customers at 10 bucks for 8 million. So there's the popularity of that thing just went bonkers virally. Mm. I mean, there's a, that's so, a lot yeah, of...
1: So if you can find an application... Uh, or a use case that is really powerful.
0: Um, but see, if, and you're viral. Smart, if you're smart, you would look at that and then you look at all the spin-offs. So I don't know if you've seen that, where you turn yourself into a, a, a pet or you, you upload your pet photos and it turns into Disney characters or superheroes. And so you can take that original idea and just think, okay, I'm going to use this particular niche or uh, space. Cass and idea. I did one the other yeah. day where you upload a photo of
1: your pet and then you can choose from like... 20 songs and you got Barry White singing you like the dog <laughs> singing a Barry White song mm. and it's, it's so cool right you just sit there it's childish but it's fun and it's super viral and people send it to all their family like, oh, where would you get this done and then they go and make it of their dog so there's all sorts of applications there and you don't need to make 8 million you might make 80 grand off 10 of them
2: and you look at things like this like they're um, they're fun, they're a bit kitsch, they're they're not really solving a, a real world problem. But people the, from the virality nature, they're great. But when you, you look at um, some of the other use cases, which I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll dig dive into, into yeah. in a moment, where you're actually solving real world problems, It's uh, that's where it gets quite, quite interesting.
1: And I think this is the thing I want to make a point of here, is guys, as you hear these ideas, don't dismiss them and go, oh, that's just childish silliness. Be smarter than that. You need to look beyond what you're seeing and go, how could this be applied in a in a context that I'm interested in, and just one more question I want to ask you, Chris: How much do you think it would cost today to build the Lensa app and and to build the interface with a coder?
0: Well, so it, you wouldn't even have to have an app. Let's just say it's a website because it's a little bit cheaper. Yeah, just so, a website. Yeah, under a thousand dollars, you could have all that set up, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's absolutely you know overestimating costs. As so, well. so
1: if you make two thousand dollars. You've doubled your money, right? If you make eight million, it's rocket
0: world, right? Exactly. And and, and to your point earlier, so the timing is perfect right now because it is so new, it's so novel, it's kish. Like you don't need to have any sort of you know paid marketing budgets. The product itself is the marketing. It's like TikTok. When you
1: were early on TikTok, it just went viral if you were early and you got there on COVID. But what I've often found with these waves is the people that are really active at the early stages and make these little things end up building proper companies off the back of it. Like many of the guys, like the guys who founded YouTube and these other things, built these little um, niche sort of things and then something came. Eric, did you have any questions there?
3: I just want to rewind it back a little bit. So for any of the um, people that are watching this pod and are brand new to AI, we're
0: talking about prompts. So what exactly is a prompt, Chris? Very, very good question. So the, the, the magical thing about AI is it can do anything that you tell it to do. So a prompt is you telling the AI what you would like. And so all of AI right now, it's it's generative AI is basically what it is. So it comes down to you put a prompt or an input in, and then you get the AI output. And if you don't get the, the right output that you want, you just change your input. So the prompt is essentially something like, you know, research this particular podcast guest, and give me 10 questions that I can ask them during the interview and that's the prompt and then the AI will then come back and give you the output and And that's exactly what James did before our And and there's a little
2: bit of as I started using ChatGPT just as it exploded and um you know that was the big thing. It's like, well, what's a prompt, and how do you get more savvy around it? A lot of people actually created courses on prompt engineering that they got the AI to write, then sold the, the prompts that it wrote. So there's a business in that again. It's a use case for people who are brand new to it. Um, and with the advent, as the technology gets more and more advanced, you can be less of a genius when it comes to prompt engineering and still get a, a great outcome. So what was current six months ago from these courses I bought and you had to say this, do this, act like that and all these different commands now, you can just well, just do this and it'll have the same outcome. So the speed of the technology or the, or the, um, the, the, uh, the ease of use is coming a lot more for people that are brand new to using uh, GPT. But still, if you want to get a great outcome, you know, Put put shit in, get shit out. But you put a very, a um, uh, very articulate um, and specific prompt in, you'll get a very um, great outcome. And then from that prompt, it'll spit out certain information. And then you can go, okay, what's next in the logical chain of command to get my outcome? So you can you'll, you'll, one prompt will get X, the headline, or so the, the high-end uh, overview. And then you go through and you just break it down you one after. you can
1: basically that. talk to it like an employee, right? Like Total. say, hey, look, that's yep. great, but can you make it funnier? Can you make it richer? Can you give more references to this or to that? But you need to be using ChatGPT for... So to be connected to the, the net or something? Yeah. Can you explain that, Chris?
0: Yeah, sure. So there are plugins you can use for ChatGPC 3.5, but with the newest version of, on the premium plan, um, ChatGPT 4 it directly connects through the internet via Bing, um, which is absolutely Microsoft-owned, obviously Microsoft-backed. And so right now you don't have to go to get any other plugins to connect to the internet you just use it natively within chat gpt4 and it's absolutely amazing and just one thing as well just with, with the prompts i'm just mindful of people who are watching this who may or may not you know they've never used chat gpt or ai in the past you can just ask it what do i need like this is what i want to achieve what do you need from me to make that happen and it will guide you through the whole process so it's your point james like you know you used to have to be very specific and clear now you can just ask it questions and it will guide you through to get the goal that you want to achieve. And it's absolutely amazing. And what I just recommend for people, anyone who's watching, just create a free account. It's free. Just start playing around with it. Just start typing. You, you can't break it. And unless you're doing something incredibly silly, you're not going to get into any trouble. I mean, just just yeah. for uh, fun stuff as well, like if
2: you're not sure, I mean, like if you're going to plan a trip, I'm going to plan a trip to Italy later in the year. And I said, act as a... a, 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 a travel planner, tour guide, whatever. I want to go for these cities and I want to do it over this amount of days and I want to have a break in each. I want to have a transport. I like to transfers. I want to go business class. I want this, this and this. And there it was,
1: the whole Straight trip. Up. With all the costs, the hotel costs, the flight costs, the timing of all the... Tra- it was just like... And has uh, now developed a plug-in where it'll say, would you like us to book that? And it integrates with your Expedia account and books it all for you yeah, right so, there on the spot, which so is amazing. Do away with the travel agent, right? And, and that sort of happened, because you know when you sit down,
2: I know I'm going to rabbit hole here, but if you sit there with your partner or whoever it is and try, plan out a, a trip, it can
1: take weeks to work it out properly. Uh, and just go, Oh, it's a massive... And then just go bang and it's done. You can, you, can say, you can say less, uh, can you give me less um, restaurants and more physical activity or whatever? And it says, yeah, no problem. It is really like I used it Um, Chris with my PPC data in my electric toilets business we advertise on Google so I exported my uh, data for the last nine months and uh, last six months sorry and I just drag and dropped it into chat GPT4 and said I have a really important meeting tomorrow with my boss can you translate uh, with my boss who's the marketing manager "Um, can you translate all this data for me tell me my best selling products my worst selling products my best acos which is return on ad spend um ROAS, sorry ROAS, return on ad spend um can you give me some and i actually wrote this can you give me some fancy pie charts and bar graphs so it looks like i've really done a lot of work and what was amazing it said yeah no problem and then as it was opening the, the data it said sorry the data's formatted incorrectly um, so I'm just trying to do this workaround, just hold on." It literally said this to me as I'm doing it. It says, I've now moved to line one, two, and I've solved it, oh, but there's another problem here. Wait, I'm just working on it. And this says, all right, I've worked it out, um, here it is. And it produced this report with everything, including the line graphs, the bar charts, the ROAS, the top performing, the bit worst performing. And I was like, oh my God, and it was all about that problem, like in the context of, it's for my boss, and it said, you know it did it wrote it in that context
3: now is that on the free chat gpt or do you have a subscription that was a subscription now what's the difference chris or adam From you can't from drag and drop data
1: and
2: the free, into the free and, and subscription and, and internet no you it won't it's, it's, be able to go out and search the net so with a
0: paid version 4.5 4.5 is coming very quickly yeah, yeah. so right now on the paid plan you get a better model which so you get Four versus 3.5, which just means it can interpret things a lot better. It can uh, analyze a lot more data. So I think mm. it's up to 300 pages worth of mm. data in one... And one it accesses document. the
3: internet where the free yep. one doesn't?
0: Correct. And it's and cheap, right? It's like $20, $20 a month. 20 bucks a month. It's, Guys, it's unbelievable. It, it's a multi-million dollar tool. Like, you think about, it, we've all seen Iron Man and you would think, how cool would it have been to have a Jarvis type tool? We've almost got that right now. Just even with a, a $20 a month tool, you don't have to be a, a zillionaire like... It, like Iron Man was so.
3: And with that, I heard. I think it was you, James. Maybe that was saying that it can only access internet up to a certain year.
0: Uh, correct. No. So on four, it's just released up to April twenty twenty four. Uh twenty twenty three. Sorry, April twenty twenty three now. Okay. But yep. it, when you put a prompt into you actually
2: go and, go and search the net, it'll yep. bring up and scour the Parents. net and bring you live um, uh, data and, and it'll reference the, the URLs that it's gone and found. So it summarizes it for you and then puts a little um, parentheses there and you can click and it takes you to the web page that we found the data from. So now I, I, on a, I generally, added, if I was, say out of 10 searches I used to do on, online through Google, I do them all through ChatGPT now. I use it as a search engine. Like,
1: oh, that's interesting. I don't, I
2: don't yeah. use the Google Listen, and I go, yeah. you know, uh, opening hours of Stockland, Burley, whatever, 8 o'clock, cool, and I'll give a call. Is that
1: because it's ad-free? You prefer it or do you? No,
2: just because it gets me the right answer without having to go through three or four
0: websites is bang, there's the answer. Exactly. Jesus. So, imagine how, like, you get your search results. You have to click into each website exactly. and go, oh, man, this is trash. It's... I'm going to go back, back and forth. And exactly. it will give you all those ones there with a summary. Exactly, summarises it. it with the link for reference if you want to have it as well. So Spot I use on. it all the time.
2: So
1: you've got it open as a tab on your computer Always. all day. Always.
2: And, nice. then, and with, the, with the GPTs, when you go in and start a new chat, and Chris will attest to this, is when you prime, prime the AI with what you want it to be, act as a X do X, Y, and Z. You just leave that there because if something you're going to use like act as a copywriter for a healthcare company, it's just there permanently. I'll go back to it. Go, right, now I want to update this copy and it's already been trained on how to write the, the way I like it to write for that specific use case. So it just sits there. It's my copywriter that sits there permanently.
1: And, you, and it doesn't complain. If you give it feedback, you don't have any drama. Oh, I give it feedback. So while we're there, while we're here, why don't we talk about this? So you own, you bought a business. For those of you who don't know James's story, um, listen. Go, go to our channel. Look up. Um, you know, don't don't start a business, buy a business, and you'll you'll see James's interview. So you bought a fax machine business. What we mean by that is it was a business that still had a fax machine in it. but It's actually a healthcare company sure. selling healthcare products. Mm-hmm. So it's an old business. It was it still had a fax machine in the corner. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any modern. How are you using AI and ChatGPT and these things now in your business? Can you give us two or three examples?
2: Yeah, absolutely. We're just about as we all know from listening to the pod. It was a turnaround, so there's a few things there which you were more of a manual model, like just rebuilding. Um, uh, databases and warehouse management su- uh, systems and whatnot like that. But more so from, from a marketing uh, facelift, uh, I wrote all those, um, all of the funnels, websites, emails, everything, it was all generated through ChatGPT. So I have been, I used to write copy quite a lot, not bad at it, but the, the time it takes is incredible. This thing does, you know, Chris, you'd know you write copy as well. Um, Chris and I have done some work together in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it, you know, it's not perfect, but um, again, you put the, the right prompt in, get the right prompt out. It'll do 80% of the grunt work and you need to go through and sharpen it up and then run it back through again.
1: So mainly copywriting. At the moment. For, but, for ads and for your website. Yep.
2: And for funnels, the whole lot, all comms, which is, as you know, uh, is a huge job
1: when you're writing. writing <laughs> well, we, we're using a, we'll open Cast Magic at, at mm. some point here today and show you what we're so doing with the pod. Yeah. Th-
2: does that, I'm just about to go through recruitment and scaling process as well. Um, And um, what we're going to be putting on is appointment setters. So one of our KPIs is to have every lead that comes in will be called within five minutes by a a human. And uh, I'm now really thinking, and Chris and I are gonna be talking about this after, because I've got the scripts that are, uh, they're well trained, I've got all the call recordings as well. So you dump all that data into a database and it will learn exactly what your salespeople say, what the appointment setters say, and then you can train it up with a voiceover in an Australian language. Um, You pick a female, pick your avatar, and every single lead that comes in will be called within a minute. Mm-hmm. and they'll be yeah. faultless and it'll, go, it'll know the questions to ask it'll know all the rebuttals, it'll know all the, the pause points and everything like that because I've got so much data from every single call that we have in the company has been recorded and archived and then we've got the chatbot which we've got six odd years of chatbot um, responses that humans have been going back so great, there's another data set to go learn how to be our chatbot for X, Y and Z uh, then what we're also going to do, we use uh, monday.com which is like a, like a, a a work, it's like a sauna Monday, whatever, all our company SOPs are all in there and they're all looms. And so we've got just article after article after article in our knowledge base. We'll dump that into a knowledge base app and then it'll become a fully searchable knowledge base. It'll be instant, it'll be AI driven, and it'll be intuitive. And so that also adds a
0: shit ton to your bottom line when you're looking at selling a company because you're absolutely cutting edge when it comes to training staff. Can I I just add two two things in there? So one is SOPs, absolutely phenomenal. Everyone knows in business you need to have SOPs. Standard operating procedures. Standard operating procedures. I personally really dislike making them, but I like creating flowcharts. So with ChatGPT4, you can upload a flowchart and say, hey, what's going on in this flowchart? Create an SOP, a standard operating procedure based on that flowchart, which is absolutely mind-boggling. It'll write it all out perfectly for you. And just to take it back as well to the, the prompting side of things, what you said about copywriting, I'll give people a framework to follow this I think will be extremely valuable for people who especially if you if you're just getting started or you're more intermediate or advanced, just think context, task and then limitations so give it the context you have the context in your brain the AI, chat GPT, whatever tool you're using doesn't have that context I need to create a Facebook ad for this business, etc cetera, etc cetera. then give it the task write a Facebook ad short form Facebook ad, long form Facebook ad then give it the limitations. I want it in this style or tone. I want this many words or less. I want uh, you know this sort of personality type, make it engaging, etc. So if you just think context, task and limitations, I call it the control method, because CCL control on the keyboard, that alone will give you the framework when you're prompting whether it's chat GPT, mid-journey, stable diffusion, whatever tool you're using. Uh, to make your, your prompts and your outputs far more powerful. I'll give you, I'll give you a one that I, I, uh,
2: I got off a, a great pod that I listened to as well. And it was um, uh, a guy saying, I oh, need to write a sales letter. Um, and it's, it's written there, are you familiar with Perry Belcher's 21-step um, sales letter formula? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Great. Now, write me a sales letter based on da, 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 using his 21-step framework. And the sales copy popped out in like 10 minutes. It needs refining a little bit. But usually a piece of copy like that, if you'd have Perry Belcher write, it'd be twenty twenty five grand. And it pops out in twenty minutes, and you, so you, you can need you to go go and study, ed, educate the AI on his style of writing. At Twenty-one now, he's my brief. That's amazing. Overlap yeah. that
3: way, so that's he, he amazing. Cuts that's down shitloads <laughs> of time. How do we know that the info's correct? You know, like well, to, uh, like you're putting info, you're putting in all your PPC info, you're putting sales info, and you're just pressing a button. You're going, I, you know, for, for the output that's coming in, and you're going. I hope this is right because I'm now well, look, going to be making strategic decisions based on what this machine is telling me. Like, because yeah, if that's not right, it could be catastrophic. Not saying that humans are right either because, I mean, AI is a lot smarter than we are, but how do we actually know that it's right?
2: I guess, I guess when you, um, for what, I can speak to what I'm doing, is here, I understand how copy works and I understand what a good, Piece of copy looks like, and the facts that are in there, I've given it the prompts to go find it, and also ask for source, reference, websites so I can then read the website to make sure they're actually factual.
3: I'm thinking more than copy, though. I'm thinking, you're thinking numbers. Of, you're I'm thinking going of, deep, yeah, I'm deep like dive analysis, numbers. You know, like what I mean, example. you're turning over fifty million dollars a year. You're spending five million dollars on ads. You're spending it on you know different types of ads, and you're you're, you're asking it. You know, you would have
1: to reverse engineer it manually mm-hmm. at the start to check. So like for MX Store, right? You yeah. guys spend millions on yeah. advertising and generate millions. So um, I think you would have to manually check it at first because there's so much at risk, right? Yeah. But once you guys know that the data's solid, then maybe, but
3: yeah, I, th- yeah, I, d- I, d- I think that's a really good question. Right, because we've got to remember, James is doing the prompts right now. Yeah, Give it 12 to 18 months, right? When James is on his belt or buying his next business, he's going to have someone else doing the prompts. So you're actually putting, right, a lot of, um you, you know pressure on someone putting in the correct prompts as an example to then take the information like the trust you're putting in someone right and uh, again it is machine learning like that's something that we're not used to It's something I'm not used to right like I'm like okay yeah 10 plus 10 is 20 okay so is 10 plus 10 20 you know what i mean like just double check tre- double check triple check and it's one of those things where it's hard to to understand you know when you're putting that kind of detailed numbers, equations, you know, to, to trust it, because it's, it could be catastrophic. Yeah,
0: it, it's a great question. And Adam, your point there is, is true. Verify. First you verify it. Once you've verified it, it's coming back accurate, then you know. The other thing too is it's really important as people and humans who are interacting with the chat GPTs, we need to know what good looks like. So James just mentioned he knows what good coffee looks like. You know, if you're if you're putting this in there to analyze the numbers, you'd want to know what numbers you need to look out for. So if you have no idea, it's going to be an absolute mess for you. So you do need to know what to look for in terms of what does the right output look like and then verify. And once you've done that, you'll be fine. You'll be good to go. All
1: right. Um, Moving forward, I I thought what we'd do is give an example. This is going to service both listeners right now. So um, this is an example of an AI tool we use here on the pod to do a lot of the heavy lifting. So when we produce an episode... um, When I say it's gonna serve both sides of the audience, I mean, for the entrepreneurs watching this, this is actually quite a simple piece of software and I'll explain why in a moment. So this is something you could develop, but if you're a business owner producing content, this could be something that you use. So it's called Cast Magic. So one thing we do at the pod, we record this long form uh, podcast, which is an hour and a half or something like that. I have Greg pull the audio off it and then we upload the audio into here. We could upload the whole video or we could give it the YouTube link. But I do the audio because I need the copy for the YouTube video before it goes on YouTube because it's part of putting it on YouTube. So I again give you the audio because it's a small file, it uploads really quick. So once it's uploaded, this is where it says recordings. Greg, just click on one uh, at the top there uh, that's been done. Uh, And so, and then, so what it's done is it's gone through and it's transcribed the whole thing. And then it says, who are these voices? And it gives me three or four voice samples, depending on how many voices there are in it. I verify the voices, then it puts in all the names. Now click on the AI content piece there, uh, just where it says AI content at the top, yep. And so what it's done there now, scroll right to the top, Greg, so we can see it. So it's given me, based on the content in the podcast, it's given me 10 alternative titles for the podcast. And scrolling down, it just gives us then all the keywords that would be relevant for the podcast. It gives us an introduction to the podcast. It gives us a timestamp overview. This is just a short clip going down. It's got questions that we could ask people to answer after watching the podcast if we wanted to test people. Going down further, it covers these are the key points and bullets that were covered in the podcast. Scrolling up, uh, it gives us, uh, just down a little bit, Greg. Uh, Yeah, okay, there. We've got clip finder. So it's saying, hey, here's some clips that you could cut out it's got a script for the reel, if we wanted to make a reel out of it. It writes a LinkedIn post, it writes an email that we could send to as a newsletter to our email list. It writes a bunch of tweets that we could send out on Twitter. It writes a bunch of threads for Instagram, all instantly. From the time that it did the, uh, the, 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 the translation, that whole piece of AI uh, took about 30 seconds to produce all of that. So what they've done is they've written a series of prompts that are running in the background. So it says, here's the long form text, now produce this, 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 this. and They've just yeah. refined the prompts to produce. And so I can now open up YouTube, load the video, pick one of the headlines, pick the description, throw in the hashtags, and it's all done.
2: And not expensive, I'm sure. How much no. is it? Uh, 20
1: like or, 30 or 30 bucks 30, a month. Yeah.
2: That's nuts. Yeah. And How long would it take to build, if you're a copywriter, or, you, oh, or yeah, yeah. A copy? that, that's days.
0: Well, you've yeah. got to watch the whole thing for yeah, starters, that, then you got to do it. Days, and, then, yeah. and then if you're going to pay a high-end copywriter who's worth their salt, they're not cheap either. Not at all. And so, no. yeah, it's, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. So that whole area of prompts, that's a series of prompts that
1: are built into the software. So this is what we call prompt engineering. And I think that's going to be a career
0: is yep. prompt engineering. Big time. And ha- even click on to magic chat if you want to there as well. This is where you can actually chat with this particular transcript. So you can say, hey, what, what were the key points for this? You can ask it more specific um, questions for your individual circumstances. So I don't know what the topic is. Let's just say the topic is about health and it's dieting. You can ask it and say, look, I'm a diabetic who's in my 40s. Based on this podcast here, what should I do? And it will consult the transcripts and it will give you the answers based on this particular magic chat. And again, this is all very simple. You can do this within chat, or anything else, but they've brought it into this piece of software. And if you're a, you know, just thinking through the, the people who are watching this, if you're a young person who's looking to, you know, get started with making money, this is phenomenal. You can just go to a business who has no idea that this is going on and say, "Look, I'm, I'm going to charge you two to three hundred dollars to get this done." And for a business owner, that is very cheap potentially, right? To get all that copy done, and you can come in here and get it done in a matter of minutes. And you paid
2: twenty to thirty bucks a month for
0: it. Yes, now that's for the software. You have now, 10 imagine you've got 10, bit, that's right. you 10 yeah.
1: clients paying you $300 three a to that's do their right. videos. You've got three grand a month. You'd be living in Bali. Per video, <laughs> just yeah.
0: say per video, even. And if they're yeah. doing a video a week, you know, it's a yeah, thousand. So you can put a, a job on
1: Upwork, say 50 bucks or 100 yeah, bucks exactly. a video, yep. and it costs you
0: zero. Yeah, <laughs> you right. But
2: also, if you look <laughs> yeah. at an industry like podcasting, and because it, it is on, on a bull market, right? And they've come in here, it, that there would not be hugely difficult to build. No. All. All. You,
0: you could you could build that with the new custom GPTs which we, yep. we may or may not
1: talk, which we may or may not talk about so let's yeah. throw up another one this one I love it's called be human so this one here is an example of uh, well I don't know let me just play it and then we'll talk about it so this is a, a quick demo of the software and what it does and then we'll talk about it go you're facing
0: in business today getting the customers' attention <laughs> I mean, how do I stay relevant? I feel like our brand gets drowned out by all the noise. Customer expectations have
1: skyrocketed and we're struggling to keep up. You have to surprise your customers in this hyper-competitive world
0: and constantly go above and beyond.
3: As a leader, I need to stay in touch with my stakeholders, be it customers, employees, you name it. But I absolutely have zero time, so I need an easy solution to communicate effectively. How can you tackle these challenges? Introducing Be Human. Be Human is a unique AI that clones your face and voice and then generates thousands of video messages for you. There are just two simple steps. First, record a template video. Be Human then creates hyper personalized videos that look and feel completely real so you can communicate at scale. Now send video messages wherever your customers are email, SMS, LinkedIn, social media, and more. Connect with clients in a human way they're going to actually care about. Hello,
1: Martin. Hello, Anna. Hello, Maria. And
0: most importantly, get better results. Whoa, I didn't know it'd be so useful.
3: Hey, that's so cool. That's an amazing solution. Can't wait to try it. Where can I sign in?
1: All right, so this is really cool when you actually get what this does. So we're actually looking at implementing this right now in our electric toilets business. So as soon as somebody makes an order on our website, a text message arrives on their phone and it's a video from me saying, hey, James, thanks so much for buying our toilet. We really look forward to being of service to you. If you need anything, we're always here, blah, blah, blah. And it happens instantly every time and the AI replaces, grabs the name from from the order and then generates the video without me even knowing. We've also been tested, going to be testing this for uh, our large email database where we send an email out to our entire list and they get it, say, here's a, hey, um, James, here's a personalized message from Adam. And they click on it, says, hey, James, I just wanted you to know that I've been thinking of you. We haven't spoken in a while. Click here to follow the pod, you know, something like that. So, I mean, have at it, guys. How would you use that? I mean, it's just mind blowing. We-, we have discussed this a little while back and um,
2: we uh, do do what we we'll call customised um, product demonstrations for healthcare professionals. Um, and this automatically is something you could uh, overlay because the, the except for the high, how you're going, then there's a 15-minute, depending on the product, there's a 15, 20-minute stock standard video that's all pre-recorded. So you just tap that at the front of it, re-render it, and out it goes, uh, just light it up.
1: We used to do this like with uh, our coaching programs. We would send a text message saying, yep. hey, welcome to the program. We used to do it manually. I remember sitting in my car, that's on my place. Joe had like 100 and I had 100 to do and we would literally make one after the other after the other and I was there in the car for an hour just record text, record text. This just does that like that.
3: On automation. I mean, you could do it at
1: MX. It's amazing. Yeah, we could
3: do it at MX. You know, even in the real estate company, as an example, you're settling Mm. a building with 100 units in it, right? Obviously, the agents are handing over the keys. Congratulations. But a week after, you can send out a video saying, hey, just thinking about you. Have you settled in? How's the new furniture? Four weeks after, hey, just letting you know your Mm. defect period's coming up. You've got two weeks. Please make sure you contact the building Like all automate, but it feels
1: real because it's like, "Hey, Eric." Correct. You can ask for reviews. You can, and and it's purple cow.
2: No one's doing it. Mm -hmm. As you said, the question before because it's so new. How, how, what, what do you want to harness, and how you going to stand out? And this is it.
3: Yeah, I I think it's bridging the gap, right? Like, I'm sitting here going, I've known about Be Human for probably six months, to be honest. Right? I haven't done anything with it in the real estate business. Right? So, it's one of those things of knowing it's there. But it's it's bridging the gap of going from, look at all these things. Oh my God, that's amazing. And then life goes on and there you are doing it manually. Or like James, uh, when we're um, prepping for the interview, here I am taking 15, 20 minutes as an example, right? And and you're taking two minutes.
0: Yeah, and this is gold, guys. Like, don't be worried that you think that people are going to, like they've heard of that tool before. They're not going to want to pay you to help them with it because there's people just like you, Eric, who are doing that all the time. You know, the, I think the big opportunity here is how slow it takes uh, the human mind to adapt to new things. And so, while people may know that that's the technology you're using, they don't want to sit there and implement it and set it all up. That's I mean, your think about how,
1: how much would you pay for somebody to set up, be human for mm. you at your business to do it for you? Well, no, I, I, thousand bucks, easy. easy, easy, thousand bucks, and you go, hey, listen, Eric, let me just show you this. You could do this, but I'll do it for a thousand bucks. I'll set it up in your business. So from next Monday, your customers are getting these. All I need is for you to make one video, which I'll record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are you in? Like I know, I pay for that stuff all the time. I could learn Google Ads and Facebook Ads, but I don't have the time. That's why I pay people like
0: Chris thousands yep. of dollars to exactly. do it. Exactly. And just to put that in context, when I started my business eight years ago, I charged over a thousand dollars to set up a Facebook page, YouTube channel, Google Plus page, and LinkedIn. You look at that now and think, that's absurd. Why would anyone pay a thousand dollars to set up four social media profiles? But back then, people knew what social media was and that could help their business, but they didn't know how to actually do it or what to do with it. That's the opportunity we've got right now times a thousand because there are so many tools just like this, and there are so many people who can benefit who just don't want to do it, and uh, they'll pay good money for it.
2: And I think also, if you go back to, you know, with the advent of this, we'll, we'll go back two steps to when Upwork, all, all these other mm. sites around, it was like, all right, now I've got to go through and find a person who has the skill set that I've got, and depending on which country you're going to look at, and how much you're going to pay, or what the quality of the work's going to be like, because it's based on human uh, output, right, and how intelligent they were. But I think with the advent of AI, like, it's about, you could probably hire the people for the same rate but get a far better outcome because they're not actually doing the work. It's the AI doing the work. So, that whole consultancy role, well, it may be, you know, if you hire onshore and pay someone 80, 90 grand a year and have them working in your business, you could probably have a fairly close outcome for someone who you're probably paying eight or nine grand a year. Big time, because AI's AI doing the work, not the human. And if you did put them through
0: an onboarding or a training course that you design with AI for your business, it's pretty hard for them to screw it up. It is. And can I also say the barrier to entry is so low. Like you think about social media, you had to at least put your face on the camera or be good at writing. Now you don't even have to do any of that. You don't have to be good at writing. You don't have to put yourself out there. You don't even have to talk to people because we have these text to voice type situations. You just have to be some guy or some person sitting behind a computer the, the barrier to entry for this is so so low. There's, there's dudes in Spain now running
1: OnlyFans accounts yeah. where they got sick of the girls and all the <coughs> the drama we're dealing with them. That they created v- video like the girls don't even exist, and uh, and now they're they're running these accounts making hundred grand a year per girl, and the girl's not real, but you can't tell the girl's not real. Mm-hmm. There you it's go, mate. J- just bananas. Sold. So we, we, you we, can we, make money even with your head, Eric.
3: we <laughs> oh, we'll a face I've, swap. We're, I've, I've put been a been on a, your head. I've we're, we're, been using <laughs> our service for six months. <laughs> our, whole, our whole goal was to find you, Brian, on this podcast. I think we just, and I think we just nailed it.
1: All right, all right. So let's move on to another example here. This one on the surface, this is going to be the AI Kanye, right? Now, on the surface, this just looks like kind of a fun gimmicky thing. But um, we're going to jump into this and play the first part. And then, Greg, I'll get you to skip forward to the second part. The second part starts at 3.09, but we'll start here at the first one. Um, at first, you guys are gonna go, okay, this just looks gimmicky, but I've, I'm gonna show you how this is being used in the real world. And this is an example of where you need to think in, in, in uh, second order consequences, okay? So let's watch this. This is a young white guy um, who is a, 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 loves rap and hip hop. His voice isn't bad. Um, but it's not amazing. And what he's doing here is he's written a rap song uh, uh, that that he thinks Kanye West would write. And then there's a, a, what they call a large language model. Um, but he's but they've created a large language model with Kanye West's voice that anybody can access, right? for free. So you can say something and then it trans, and then it gets said back to you with Kanye's voice, right, which is amazing. So let's just watch this, it'll explain itself and then we'll talk about the second order consequence of business and how it could be implemented. Let's go.
0: Oh, and let's get some rapping. The Jewish media, you know that they got a lot to tell you. They want the oh yeah, the one that signed a Rockefeller. The old Yeezy that was cooking beats for Jay-Z. And why won't Kim K let me see my babies? They think I'm crazy, but they just don't understand, yay. Yeah. Shout out to Jesus, so I put my hands up and I pray. Times are getting hard, but I just take it day by day. Honey, 2020 for the presidential candidate.
1: All right, so he's laid down. (laughs) 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 So he's laid down the track and his voice, and now what we're going to do is we're going to hear it um, with the uh, AI laid over the top.
0: On the video, that basically taught me how to do it,
3: so. Relic. The Jewish media, you know that they got a lot to tell
2: you. They want the OG, the one that signed rock the Rockefeller. The old Yeezy that was cooking beats for Jay-Z. And why won't Kim K let me see my babies? They think I'm crazy, but they just don't understand, Yeah, Shout out to Jesus, so I put my hands up and I pray. Times are getting hard, but I just take it day by day. Kanye 2020
3: for the presidential candidate. That's
1: boggling Isn't what that insane? Beat? Actually, you know, like if that came out, I don't think anybody would doubt that that was a new song from Kanye West, right? It's just amazing. But where this is being used uh, in business now is there are companies that are providing real-time uh, accent removal Um, for telemarketers so you can run a telemarketing shop out of bangalore in india and then you can choose that you want to sound like sarah from the midwest or brian from los angeles and it's translating and taking the accent out in real time brian brian is that that the avatar brian Brian. Um, (laughs) and so if you are like running a, a help center for telstra would you not pay for that like well, there's no question in my mind they would pay for it. It's that. one
0: of the biggest complaints that people have is the the Indian accent, and it's very hard to understand for people. So it's it's valuable. Yeah, extremely valuable.
1: And it's not good for them either because they're copying abuse and people hanging up. It's, and the efficiencies that are brought as a result of it are just massive.
2: Not only we can make uh, you know we're talking about appointment setters before, and I've got the data there to build an AI appointment setter to run through a series of questions. I've Got the data that we was mentioned that we, you know who likes recruitment here we're all uh, business owners who loves it who loves recruiting it's the worst no, it's job in right. the world great and then when you do have them who likes training them yeah no one no. and uh, we're going through this now so it's like you know they've got sick day, you know, on it goes but um, you know to the point where you could build an AI and instead of you know the call rate might be 100 outbounds a day 10,000 outbounds a minute like it's uncapped. You un- need un- phone limited. calls yeah, going about. You formerly would have an appointment set of going through a database, calling the leads, and, well, and actually, going, for, going for coffee. Te- Tesla's
1: doing it now. Mm. Uh, we'll yep. load that up in a second. We'll give you the example. Have you got that one, uh, Greg?
0: And just while you're bringing that up as well, think about this from a content creation perspective. If you, you know, create content for YouTube videos or courses, you can clone your own voice and essentially just have your team, or even chat GPT, create the course, and then it'll sound like you're presenting it. it you yep. essentially clone yourself. It's mind-boggling.
3: What are your thoughts just in regards to uh, AI, right? And we were talking about copywriting before as an example. So if you're one of those high-end
0: copywriters, what are your thoughts around job displacement? Yeah. So if you're a high-end copywriter, you'll, you'll be okay. Um, but there is going to be downward pressure. That There's massive, no doubt about it. So if you're like an ultra-high-end, like you know, a Frank Kern or uh, one of those guys, you're okay. That's fine. But if you're in the, in the middle, you're in trouble because even myself with my business, I used to pay copywriters $100 plus per hour to get copy done. Now I have lower level, maybe $10 to $15 an hour people who understand how to recognize good copy and use AI and they're pumping out content that are, is just as good as those guys. Mm. So there's that saying, I think it was, was it Mark Andreessen who said that software is eating the world? I would say AI is going to devour it and people don't even know what's coming yet. So, um, you know, that's why I just encourage people just start playing around with, with what's going on to so actually see what, what's happening and some of the applications of it as well. But yeah, downward pressure for copywriters, teachers, you know, uh, designers, video editors, everything is going to be downward pressure on uh, pricing. So to learn a little bit uh, more about AI, AI, for instance, for
3: the speakers that, uh, sorry, for the listeners that don't know too much about AI, where
0: would you go? What would you look at to learn a little bit more about AI? Very good question. So I would even just start off with ChatGPT just in and of itself. Just sign up for the free version and just start playing around with it and start asking it questions. There are great tools. I think James, you mentioned one, which was, I think there's an AI for that, which is there's different, like a repository of thousands and thousands of different AI tools. But frankly, if you just start with something like ChatGPT or even Bard, and you go there and you ask it questions, it'll guide you through everything you need to know. It'll and, recommend different tools and honestly, guys, this is 2024.
1: If you're at home right yeah. now and you don't know something, there's a thing called the internet <laughs> and YouTube yeah. that's fucking mind-blowing, right? Yeah. Like, don't be lazy. Yeah. Like, young people today, if you've got... You, you, you are billionaires with minutes. You know, Eric is not. I'm even less so. We're poorer time-wise. You guys, your asset is time. If you are dumb today, it is ignorance and laziness.
2: Google's just—I um, think it's Google. Mark, um, one of the—just Google it. Uh, AI Harvard. I think they even call it a Harvard-level AI introduction to AI. It's free, yes. and it's, it tells you all about how Bard works or if how. If you become a obsessed, if I was yeah. a young
1: person listening to this, you could Business, become obsessed yeah. with this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and and I think this is an incredible yeah. opportunity.
2: Yeah. To your point, like you know, I, when we may have an understanding of it. I still don't like to be the person doing it. I, mm. I would rather hire ah. someone who's competent to go and do the work. I'm not interested in...
1: in I think big... you're going to see more and more ads on Seek and on yeah. Upwork yeah. for AI yeah. yep. expert, so... AI consultant, and you can not name your price, but well, well, you know, in business, it's supply and demand. If there's massive demand and very few people with their shingle out saying, I'm an AI expert, which is, Chris, why I think you're going to do great here, Thank you. you can do really, really well.
0: I would say, like, if you're a business and you're looking at this, you have two choices. You can either lay off staff to essentially produce the same output for less cost, or you can maintain the staff you've got, upskill them with the AI, and you can 10x your productivity and your revenue. This is where it's going. Yep. If you do not embrace AI, you're
1: going to see teams doing 10x because of their. are the, 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 the basically, like this here, let's just watch this quickly because James mentioned this. Mm. He said it quickly. But what what he said is absolutely freaking mind-blowing, if you actually understand what he said, a thousand phone calls a minute. Now, that's actually possible for big companies with AI, and this is actually a um, Tesla-trained AI. They're calling their list of people who've inquired about a Tesla motor car to book them in for a test drive. Now, admittedly, you can tell there is a bit of a delay there, But if this is where it is today, you wait for another six months.
0: It's here now. There's there's applications out there right now that have a fraction of a millisecond, and it's like you're having a phone conversation. So it's here
1: now. So let's watch this. And this is an AI calling a lead to book them in for a test drive. Hello? Hey, James. Yeah, who's this? Hey, James. It's Alexander from Tesla Motors. How's your day going so far?
0: It's going pretty good, man. How about yourself? You said from Tesla, right? The car company?
1: Yeah, that's right. I'm calling from Tesla Motors, the car company. Did you have any trouble or questions while customizing your car on our website?
0: Uh, No, we're just kind of shopping around and, uh, you know, just taking a look.
1: Gotcha. That makes sense. Sometimes we're just exploring our options before making a decision, and I totally respect that. Can I ask you why you were looking into a Tesla in the first place?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I've had my car for <laughs> way too long now, and so i have kind of taken a look at options. And I have a lot of friends who are just absolutely rave about Tesla. And you know, me and myself, I'm actually a big fan of Elon, uh, Elon Musk. So I figured I might as well take a look and uh, kind of explore my options there and see what you guys had available.
1: That's a smart approach, James.
0: It's always good to explore your options and see what's available. All right, stop there. Out of it there. curiosity.
1: So you can hear that pause. It could almost be forgiven as like, it's like he's on a bad line or it's an international call. Yeah. To, but once that delay's gone, that's quite remarkable, the response and the articulation and the conversational tone of it. It's yeah.
0: And, and think of like each one of these calls has been recorded and... Don't don't think for a second that they're not putting that back in the database to train the AI to get better and better yeah. and better. And just think of all the things he just mentioned. He loves Elon. Think of all the data points you can extrapolate from that one phone call that's happening happening a thousand times per minute that you can then use in your marketing, in your product development, and it's just absolutely phenomenal. So mm. it's and, and to my point earlier, there are there are apps right now that have. It's virtually like real time. You're Basically, it's like you're having a phone call with zero delay and it's, um, yeah, it's here no, no latency in there. So that's a, yep.
2: that's a month old. And, it is, you know, the, the speed of this stuff uh, is getting developed and enhanced is incredible.
0: Yeah, it's getting quicker and quicker.
1: Yeah. We're going to bring up one more. Greg, will just load it up, which is one of Chris's favourites, which is the D-I-D. Mm. Um, Chris, what is DID before we watch the demo?
0: Yeah, so DID is it's what's called a natural user interface. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to humanise AI. So right now, even if you're texting or talking or you're using images to interact with AI, you know you're interacting with AI. It's a website, some sort of inf- interface. The ID is on a mission to change that, so it's like you're having a conversation with a human being. It looks like a human. You can upload a photo of yourself, or you can use one of their avatars. And you're
1: talking about on a website, right?
0: On a website, in an currently. application or something. Correct. Yep. And with the development in apps themselves as well. So I don't know whether you're going to play the um, the customer service one or not, but the example, one of the examples on their website is on your TV. So. Just say, for example, you're on Netflix and someone has a customer service question. They can just talk to the TV. Up pops the AI avatar and interacts and does its thing. So
1: So basically, I think when you see a human talking at you, even if you know it's an AI... I think it's different to like a a chat bot, where it's just responding. But it's a person going, "Hey Chris, that's a great question. Here's the answer." Correct. It It, it kind of feels different to interact with it.
0: It does. And just think of it as well. Like already, as humans, we're blurring the lines between what's real and what's not. You think of most people; they're, they're hiding behind filters on social media, and even on a lot of these Zoom apps, you can blur your background. You can have all these filters across. So it's getting very difficult to determine and tell whether you're talking to a real human or not and to your point it does make the interaction feel a lot more comfortable and, and normal Let,
1: let's play it so we can see okay. this is is this the one
0: I'll, I'll go to, if you go to solutions and then customer service or customer experience and then the very first video you'll need to zoom in because you can't go that's all right. yeah we'll watch it Greg will put it in the yeah, post great. but let's, let's watch it yeah. uh,
1: hey, how come the pitch quality on this big screen is so poor I don't know. Let me try their support. Hi David. How are you today? I'm Jess, your AI digital assistant. What can I help you with? Hey, the game is all grainy. What's wrong with my TV? I checked and your internet connection is in order. The reason for the poor quality has to do with your subscription. Would you like me to upgrade you to a premium plan so you can watch it in UHD?
3: I don't know. How much is it to upgrade?
1: It's $15, but let's not do this now. I temporarily changed your settings so you can watch the rest of the game in UHD. Let's talk again at halftime. Sounds great. Is there anything else I can help you with now?
3: No, I think we're good. I guess we'll see you at halftime.
0: And that—that that is just one of their, their things. The other one, if you want to just go to products and then go to DRD, or chat DID, this is the one to what we were talking about earlier, James, this is the killer. So they're doing this, you don't have to play the video. You, basically what's happening here is essentially, this is the AI customer service and sales agents. So you just imagine you jump on a Zoom call where you talk to a human being, it'll be AI and going through the exact same process, whether you're onboarding a new customer, trying to make the sale, uh, it, it's this exact tool wow maybe just go
1: greg to the homepage and play that one that i had uh lined up just so that people can actually experience what it feels like i think it was the yui story or something there it is. let's
3: just watch this so you can yeah. feel it since the beginning humankind has tried to perfect its interface with technology but that only got us so far Because we communicate with our voice, our eyes, our face, and our gestures, we need an interface that does as well. Introducing the natural user interface. I'm new a smarter
1: interface that is more engaging, conversational, and, well, natural. I can appear in any form, speak any language,
3: and scale infinitely while staying personalized for any number of users or use cases. Whether it's a friendly sales rep.
0: What about this jacket? Hmm, this one
3: could suit your dress better. Or this. And how about these matching boots?
1: A personalized customer support agent. I'm having trouble with the settings. I totally
0: understand, Richard. Let's go through it, step by step.
3: A learning and development manager. Welcome to your onboarding training, Charlotte. Let's begin. Or even an assistant.
0: Here's the data you asked for next quarter's projections.
3: Thanks.
1: Newly he is yours to use Pause for business So you can see there when he had the assistant, it's basically yeah. automated that process of me going to ChatGPT4, uploading the data, and it's put a human face on it. So it feels like I've got an assistant. Like James already is using ChatGPT as an assistant, but instead of him having this sort of blank square to just type a command into, he just talks to it and says, hey, um, what time is, um, uh, you know, the pub open till? No worries, James, just give me a moment. Yeah, it's open till 530 uh, do you want me to make a booking? Mm-hmm. Boom. That's amazing. And I can imagine what your assistant's going to look like, James, if it's AI. It's <laughs> not, not like his. No, no. well, his is going to look like Brian, right? That's right. <laughs> we already established this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but James, you know, a single man, you can get away with whatever you want.
0: Yeah. But, but just on, the, on this as well, if you're a young person who's watching this, just think you've got access to this technology for pennies or cents, really, <clears throat> by connecting with the API. There's no reason why you can't go to use this tool. You don't have to develop the technology. You just go there and you think of an application for businesses and you connect it up to the API and there you go, you've got potentially a multi-million dollar business. You could even ask ChatGPT
1: and say, what would be the first steps to turn this into a business? Correct, right? like, yeah, it's, there you go. It's just, it's just really shifting the way you think about you know um, this uh, as
0: a tool. Chris, you keep mentioning API, what's an API? Yes, yeah, so it's application protocol interface. It's basically how do websites and tools talk to each other. So it is a bit of you know a little bit technical. So if you don't know how to use it, you can just get a, a developer off Upwork or Fiverr. Um, it's essentially how websites talk to each other. A good example is
1: we, we built a software application called ZonGuru, Guru, mm. and it's still in existence today. And basically, what it does is it connects uh, a, one of our clients' Amazon accounts with the Amazon database. And we pull from Amazon's database a whole bunch of information about their account. And then we translate it and put it into useful reports and useful um, information for them. And they pay us for that translation. And the API connects our website with the Amazon database, specifically their data. So that's one example. And you look look at
2: software like this or um, platforms like uh, DID, DID, um, you know, right now they would be, I don't know what this what charges a month, but sometimes prohibitively expensive. But over time, they're going to be coming. They're actually not. Yeah, these are right
0: now. extremely cheap.
2: So the the arbitrage there is is going to establish old style businesses with older entrepreneurs uh, with an offer uh, and and finding a custom use case, going on be human, creating a a video uh, uh, to that uh, finding the owner,
0: send them a video that's going to blow their head off and get the appointment. Here's the business model. It is take anything and add AI to it. That's the business model. <laughs> wow. that, that is literally
3: it. So, yeah, so Chris, what's yeah. a little hanging fruit without giving up too much because I know you're doing a lot of this in your business but I'm a 25-year-old I'm a at the moment wondering what I'm going to do. I want to start a business. I know a little bit about AI.
1: This, this actually yeah, is a really question. good segue into yeah. what I'd like to finish on. Uh, for the sake of time, we're going to run a little bit shorter today but... The, uh, I think what you're going to say to this is the launch of the App Store. Mm. Um, maybe that's a good good thing to learn, and then anything else yep. to that end. Sure. Well,
0: yeah. we, we can focus on that. The first thing before we get to the, the App Store is just selling AI services. So marketing services, you know, design, copywriting, any of those things, easy. So we can put that aside. The, the big one is the custom GPT store. So essentially now, if you're on the premium plan, it's $20 per month. You can build as many custom GPTs as you'd like to just last week, uh, OpenAI launched the GPT store. So think the app store on your phone but for AI. But yes. back in the day when there were no apps. Yes, that's so right. So back in the day with the iPhone, you had
1: iPhone produced like maybe 30 the apps. The calculator. The calculator yep. and the, you know, whatever. Yep. And then they opened it up to developers to say, whatever you want to do and think about the billions or maybe, mm. I don't know how much it is, hundreds of billions of dollars been made by app developers
0: over the years. And you'd have to pay companies who knew how to code apps because it was prohibitively expensive it was in the tens of thousands with this thing here you literally go on there and you talk to it and while you're talking to it it builds the app or the gpt in the background and so that's probably the the biggest opportunity that i would see right now for people so that in and of itself is great and i'll give a couple of different examples
1: this is where that text the code comes in you say i want to do this app for the chat gpt and it'll make the app Yes. based on your command.
0: Exactly. That and it is is mind-blowing. So he, here's some examples. So just say, for example, you wanted to, well, let's just say coaching, right? So you could create a, or maybe uh, mental health. Mental health's a big thing right now. So let's say you have, you can create a, a GPT all about coaching someone through their anxiety moment or how do I get more confidence? You just train the data. You can pull that data from anywhere you'd like to. You can find some of the best psychologists in the world download their videos, transcribe it, upload it as a PDF for the training data and the data point. And then what you do is you just give that out to people for free and they can use this tool as much as they'd like. Let's just say, for example, so um, they go to the the tool and say, hey, I'm having trouble with anxiety. I need some help. It will then go through and give them some exercises and some things they can do to help right now. And then it just asks, hey, do you want to talk to a human about this? Do you need any extra help? And so there's a few different things you can do here. You could either sell that as a Uh, an AI tool for psychologists or counsellors or or people like that, or, and this is the big one, I think, you can start a lead generation business. So then you just farm those leads out. So every time that they say, okay, yes, I'd like to talk to a human being and I'm in the Gold Coast, you then farm that lead out to a psychologist or a counsellor or whoever else it is and they pay you per lead. And the running cost for that is $20 per month. And remember, you can create as many of these as you'd like to and so that's just one simple example yeah how how do people find these so if i'm the person that's dealing with anxiety where do i find this app Yeah. so obviously you have to get it out to them so what you can do is you can just promote it now with that as well because it's so new and novel the marketing does itself so they'll discover it through viral people go wow this this app helped me through my anxiety whatever else it is And, and it's super simple now if you want to just be without any sort of API, you can do it in ChatGPT directly. What I recommend though, is you have a website. You just have a website that people can go to and you connect it up to the interface. Or if you'd like to, you can even have it so it interacts through SMS, through WhatsApp, and even through Messenger. So maybe you're even a personal trainer, for example, and you, know, you wanna help encourage your, your, your clients to stay fit and healthy and, and with their nutrition they can text you and say, or they could text this custom GPT and say, hey, this is what I've got on my menu, or this is what I'm thinking about buying. Is that in my meal plan? It will then know, based on what you've told it, um, whether it's good or not, and formulate the response and come back to them via SMS, WhatsApp, Messenger, or through the website as well. This stuff here is mind-boggling. And again, I'm just giving a couple of different examples. This is all... You can create it in a matter of minutes. It's, it's a matter of minutes.
2: Yeah, and then to that point as well, if you're going yeah. to have your own website and drive traffic to it and whatnot, there's an application called 10Web, which you, you can Great. build, you build a, a, a website in about 10 minutes, like yeah. start to finish. I built a website for another company um, that I wrote the copy on, uh, did all out, and then sent it to my old usual um, tech development guy, charging me about 800 I think all told about 900 bucks and built it in WordPress. And then I found 10Web and was like... <laughs> That was a waste of about eight hundred and ninety dollars because I got it done for ten, and in in a matter of minutes.
1: I would love to do a part two to this pod, Chris, where we actually do it on camera. Yes, build an That'd app on camera, um, because I think that would. Be, I think that would be amazing. It. No, like yeah, I'm thinking like when, yeah.
3: when you're talking about these business ideas, I'm thinking like, obviously, I know uh, we're we're all kind of following macros at the moment, right? With nutrition, mm-hmm. and you start thinking like. It's, it's pretty basic but then when you're starting to think to yourself here's my macros this is what I'm supposed to be eating every day based on my weight my age and, and my training right what am I going to make
0: yeah right so on that you can take a photo of the food mm-hmm. and say hey will this be in my macros or not and the AI will know because it can in, you know Interact with the image and yeah. then they can give you recipes. Instant this is what I mean, yeah. right? Instant
3: recipes. Here's yeah. one thousand recipes I think, for I lunch think, yeah. for you know, within I, your macro now and, and then create your shopping I, list and, yeah. and email it to you.
1: I think I think the big advantage for all of you listening at home, you up and coming entrepreneurs, the big advantage here is not just that, that there's all these ideas, but you can test them. For nothing yeah. now yeah. see back in the day we had to develop an app or we had to develop a website and we needed coders so everything cost in the thousands or tens of thousands whereas what you're saying chris is you can actually test this and launch this for hundreds of dollars in days not months
0: yeah exactly and that's even less that
1: even less and that's mm. that's the real like this is a time to be you know really getting stuck in becoming obsessed
3: so if i've got ten thousand dollars right and I go, okay, I want to start some of these apps, AI apps, right? For 10 grand and half a brain, how many apps do you think I can create with $10,000? Huh. Well, roughly. Okay. Well, like not, this,
1: not counting uh, your consulting fee. Yeah, sure. Just straight you the edge of the Yeah.
0: One. Less than. No, no. Uh, so, okay, let, let's just look at that and think through. Look, you could do easily 1,000, easily. Surely one's got to work, eh? Yeah, honestly, And and if
1: you're time rich, this is what I'm getting at. If you're time rich as a young person, I'd be getting together with a mastermind with other young people like we used to do with Amazon and all the businesses we started to go, all right, boys and girls, let's go. Let's let's have a hackathon. Let's do this shit. Now it's the greatest thing. That's what I would be doing. I mean, Chris and I have been back and forth with a bunch of ideas, which I'm not going to share. <laughs> go, how about we go back and forth for with You got to seed investor But no, that's right. No, yeah, we're well, talking well, about this at the moment. We're doing yeah. an offsite with Chris and yeah. us, and, and getting together and go. How about we put some money in the pot, invite some young people or any people yeah. who are interested in this up, and we'll fund some of these ideas together and say, right, here's here's twenty grand. Let's see what we can do in a weekend, and we'll fund them.
3: Yeah, but and we get a, equity in them. The reality yeah. is no one's doing this, right? People will listen to the podcast. Same thing with me. You know, like. And it's, it's hard to embrace because it is overwhelming and then life hits you in the face, right? And you go back to the grind. So for me, it's making each other accountable and going, okay, for one strategy. hour a week or one hour every two weeks, we're going to sit down, we're going to go in a room and we're going to strategize and make this thing real and action, right?
1: That's what I said prior to us recording, didn't I? And Chris said, can we have a meeting? I said, yes, but I want it to be offsite. Yeah in a boardroom so that we give it the proper attention. And that's what people don't do. I, this idea is fragile. Like you guys are listening to the pod right now. i got to do this. You, the, uh, Patrick Bad David said, show me, here's the number one way to find out if somebody's successful or not. Show me their calendar. Mm. That's the logbook of success, right? Oh, I listened to a podcast. Okay, that kind of counts. Here's the 10 hours of work I have scheduled as a result of what I learned in the podcast, it is that block of deep work that needs to be scheduled in your diary. So if you're listening to this, what I want you to be doing is saying, okay, I'm gonna allot 30 minutes to send emails to 50 people, 10 people, whatever, and say, who wants to work on this with me and actually have a meeting, like get together with people on Zoom or in, in a room and start brainstorming this because somebody is gonna dominate in these areas And they're going to have these small wins. They're going to leave the big wins, and then they're going to launch some big kick-ass companies. And it
3: sounds like there's not much competition at
0: the moment, right? Because it's so new. That's what I was about to say. Like, you think about how hard it's got to be to become a a social media influencer now. The competition is so like it's so much competition right now. This is wide open. Mm. It's wide open. Mm. So I would actually like edit it out if, if needed. But I'd lay down the challenge for people who are watching. Pop it in the comments, like. What are you going to do? What are some of the ideas that you're thinking? Oh, go for it! Yeah,
1: yeah. We'll get it. Well, pop in the comments mm. your your um, you know, your commitment to what you want to do and yeah. and the next steps because, what we're trying to do here at Unemployable Guys is in this pod particularly is teach business owners, hey, you need to pay attention to this, and if you don't, you are going to find yourself all of a sudden that scrawny competitor that you're against is going to turn into a Goliath, and they're going to do it using AI, yeah. and and if you're an entrepreneur looking at this or want to be an entrepreneur. This is where I would be paying attention as a young person today. Just
2: a, a further point to that as well. It's not just this AI and GPTs I and mean, everything. It's not just for the new age tech companies. If you look at a boring old batshit company mm. like mine that I purchased, it's old and it's still relevant to it for for huge. real solving real problems. Mm. So it's that's like huge. you know you don't have that fear of
0: I'm not a, a Silicon Valley tech head. That's not the, no, that's no, the mindset that's... at all. Yeah, I think applying it to local businesses like that, your plumbers, chiropractors, totally. gyms, all that. There's so many all applications. The, all the sleepers. Exactly. Everywhere. And that's the There's big just opportunities, opportunities everywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Guys, it's been a great pod. Chris, thank you for your attendance today. We'll definitely get back from around two and we'll prep up sort of some live examples and maybe we'll get a guest in. So maybe we'll get a second guest who's not a coder and then we say, all right, here's 10 ideas. Let's go and do it and get them to do it while you coach them. It'd be, I think, really interesting amazing. to watch that.
0: Would you even take it from one of the comments? potentially
1: yeah potentially throw it up there um uh, but guys like and subscribe if this has been a helpful uh potty for you uh podcast make sure you like subscribe and if you want to for extra points hit the notification bell you know guys these podcasts um just so you know like eric and i spent four or five months building this space out hundreds of thousands of dollars every week there's four people on the panel we've got a team behind this and there's no money in podcasting right so uh, there's a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of effort goes into it. Even with AI helping us, all we ask in exchange is that if we're producing content that you like, like, subscribe, and hit the notifications. The subscription, particularly, it costs you nothing. We don't send you emails. We don't even get your email address. What it does is it um, it shows uh, our future guests, hey, these guys have an audience that are engaged, and um, And those download numbers on Spotify as well and other platforms really help us to get better guests to give you a better show. So please do that. All right, guys, thank you so much. Eric, thank you for being here. James, thank Thank you you for being here. And uh, of course, Chris, thank you for being here as well. And of course, Greg and Richard in the background, appreciate you both. And we will see you on the next episode of Unemployable. Ain't
0: nothing about this is luck. What is ambition? Nothing gets in our way. We on a clear mission. We making plans. We just trying to lift society. Working so hard that we growing notoriety. And we born with the drive. Yeah, it's inside of me. Eric, Mark, and James. We giving game. They inspiring. Adam clear with the vision. It's so deployable. You do what you want when you live in life. Unemployable.